Welcome back to Warrior Talk, the voice of Little Rock Christian Academy, a.k.a. Warriorville. This is Gary Arnold, your host and your head of school. Every week we want to grab 10 minutes of your time to share an insight on school, education, parenting, and building community in the grace and truth of Jesus. Well, last week we were talking about the coddling of the American mind, and I've spoken to several of you that you've already started reading the book, and I I hope it's an enjoyable experience for you. But one of the things that we referenced was how uh, advice to schools uh, to uh, to make sure that our our students are challenged and not coddled. And one of the uh, notes that the book made was to assign readings and coursework that promote reasoned discussion. And when I shared that with you, I said, and we're doing that more and more. And one of the methods that we've chosen to do that with is called the Harkness Method. Perhaps you've read about it in the Warrior Magazine, and or maybe you've been able to experience it with your own son or daughter in a Harkness class. We're not a Harkness school. We're a biblical worldview school. Uh, But we use the Harkness method, particularly in biblical worldview, to dig deep, to get that intellectual curiosity going, to to create a forum where students can almost debate ideas and and unpack um, truth. And that's really been exciting. Now, let me tell you one more thing. The genesis of this was... mm, Three, four years ago, we applied for a grant with the McClellan Foundation because we had heard of the school in Houston, Texas, that was using Harkness and using it very well. And so I applied for a grant through the uh, McClellan Foundation for money for us to have an exploratory team uh, uh, into the Harkness method and to to, um, be trained in the Harkness method. Well, lo and behold, in, in, in God's will and God's sovereignty, that was the time that we were looking for our upper school ahead. And as the Lord would have it, we were able to bring uh, a, an educational leader up from Houston, Texas, who had been uh, directing much of the Harkness method at this premier school and bring that person on to be our upper school ahead. So here two things coincided. Our our endeavor to learn more about Harkness training, excuse me, our endeavor to learn more about the Harkness method and the acquiring of a Harkness leader uh, who you know as Dr. Justin Smith, head of our upper school. So I've asked Dr. Smith this week if he'd come in and just take us a little bit further along about understanding what Harkness is, how we're using it here, and some of the benefits that he's been seeing. So Dr. Smith... Well, thank you, Dr. Arnold, for having me on the podcast this week, and thank you for the introduction as well as the setup to talk a little bit more, go a little bit deeper about what Harkness Learning is, and it is um, an approach to teaching and learning that I'm fully engaged in. Uh, I've, I've spent much time and energy researching and training and uh, observing and discussing how this approach can indeed allow our students to think at more complex levels, to uh, build skills around the table. And so let me tell you about what's going on um, at Little Rock Christian in terms of Harkness Learning. We care deeply about the educational environment and allowing students to learn how to think for themselves. We want our students to have practice in thinking categories such as critical thinking and problem solving. 
We want our students to learn how to collaborate well. We want them to learn how to, to dissent civilly with one another. We want them to become questioners. Questioners in the sense of wanting to find out the why of things. It's an important skill. It's an important responsibility that thinking Christians should have. And so for us as a team, as a group of educators, we want to allow our students the opportunity to wrestle with big ideas. And so the forum or the format that we use is this table feature where all students and their teacher are sitting are sitting together facing one another engaged fully in exploring a text whether that's the novel that they're reading, the poem, or the holy scriptures. Our teachers are trained extensively on how to build uh, their students' understanding of responsibility at the table and how preparedness is incredibly important to a thriving and, and developing discussion in class. Our students, though, are reaping the greatest benefit from this. They're learning to think. They're learning to listen. They're learning to wrestle with ideas and dig deeply into the work that we've assigned. We want to ensure that we are not a group of educators who spoon-feed our kids. As students get older, especially into their adolescent years, the spoon-feeding tapers off and the rhetoric begins, allowing students to really think about complex issues, to take on the responsibility of their education, to get excited at the table. This is why we've introduced Harkness at the high school and junior high and even younger levels. Now, of course, there's a lot of training that goes on and their uh, content selection is incredibly important. Our teachers continue to work through what is the best source, what is the best text, what is the best artifact for us to use to have a great discussion. But ultimately, like Dr. Arnold said at the beginning of this podcast, we are not a Harkness school. We are a biblical worldview. We use Harkness as a teaching technique, as a methodology to go deeper with our students so that they can develop these thinking skills that will allow them to be highly successful years upon years down the road. Thinking skills include collaboration, creativity, problem solving, listening, making connections. All of these skills are developed at the table. I'm incredibly proud of the work that our students and teachers are doing in the upper school. I'm incredibly proud of how devoted our teachers are to planning and designing lessons that are engaging, that are sparking curiosity and inquiry in our students. And our students, of course, are experiencing great success. I would, I would advise you to look in our, our most recent Warrior magazine. There are student quotes in the article that we wrote about their experience at the Harkness table. Listen to what they're saying. Read what they're saying. Harkness is the antithesis to a lecture-based classroom. Harkness is the intersection of discussion-based learning and student-centered learning. And what that does is it allows the students to engage a text, an artifact, or material, and then be able to discuss and debate the tenets of that piece. This allows students to really think deeply about what they're learning, rather than just memorize, rather than just picture, rather than just fill in the blank. Our students are learning to read carefully, closely, ask questions of the text, and come to the table with annotations so that they can continue to build a deeper and enhanced understanding of what it is they've been assigned. The end product is a, th a thinking student. The end product is a robust essay. The end product is a full discussion on what it is that has been assigned. The byproduct of Harkness discussions is that our students and teachers 
are growing in relationship with one another. Students have shared with me multiple times how they are really getting to know one another because they're facing each other and they're talking to each other on a daily basis. And our teachers say the same thing. They say they quickly understand who they are teaching and where their students are struggling because this is a formative tool. It's a formative tool that our teachers are able to enter into the thinking at the readiness level of their students so that they can better support and scaffold that learning. As we can continue to grow as as teachers, as educators, as Christian thinkers, Harkness will be a tool that we use among many, but a tool that we use to allow our students to own their own faith, to go deeper in their understanding of the scriptures and to grow closer to God. You know, Justin, I couldn't be happier with the way all these things have come together to benefit what we're doing at Little Rock Christian Academy. I mean, from our initial grant for Harkness training to bringing you on board to be a leader in this area, and then to to see us get better and better at digging deep into our biblical worldview curriculum and into the liberal arts. I can't help but go back to the book, Coddling of the American Mind. And as they close out the entire book, uh, they quote Benjamin Franklin when he's writing to Samuel Johnson. And he's saying, nothing is of more importance to the public spirit than to form and train up youth in wisdom and virtue. Wise and good men are, in my opinion, the strength of a state, much more so than riches or arms. That's Ben Franklin. And the authors then conclude by saying, this whole book is a book about education and wisdom. If we can educate the next generation more wisely, they'll be stronger, richer, more virtuous, and even safer. Well, that's been our theme for the past couple of weeks, how to strengthen our mind, not coddle our mind. Let me take you to Scripture, 1 Peter chapter 1. I'll read from the message, which is a modern paraphrase, but here we go. So roll up your sleeves, put your mind in gear, be totally ready to receive the gift that's coming when Jesus arrives. Don't lazily slip back into those old grooves of evil, doing just what you feel like doing. You didn't know any better then. You do now. As obedient children, let yourselves be pulled into a way of life shaped by God's life, a life energetic and blazing with holiness. So wherever you are today, let's put our mind in gear and let's be pulled into a way of life shaped by God's life, a life energetic and blazing with holiness. Well, until next week, God's peace and go Warriors.